Welcome. Welcome to the Profit Lab Podcast. Hope everybody's having a wonderful, energetic morning. All right. I always start my podcast with a very, very rocky music because that's what I like. That's what I listen to every morning. So good morning. I'm your host, Marie Terosian. I'm a CFO, an auditor, a, a CPA, and a charter global management accountant. I serve the entrepreneurial community and business owners through my CPA firm, Marie Terosian CPA, and my management consulting company, The Profit Lab. Uh, the Profit Lab podcast serves to expand our mission to empower entrepreneurs by bringing their stories to the masses. We are thrilled to tell your story and inspire, empower, and uplift other entrepreneurs. Check out our website, www.theprofitlab.biz slash podcast to listen to the audio version of the podcast on the go. Uh, so with just a quick background, our, we launched our podcast on August 2nd, where I spoke about my entrepreneur journey, and I shared some valuable takeaways from my own experience so far. Um, so we plan to feature different entrepreneurs every week from all walks of life. Um, on, so with that, uh, <clears throat> sorry, if you want to be a guest on my show, uh, make sure to submit your request uh, to support at theprofitlab.biz. Uh, today is August 23rd, and this is our fourth episode, and we are live on Facebook, which is, uh, you can find it at theprofitlab.biz. And then on LinkedIn, we, I go live on my personal page, Marie Tourist CPA CGMA, and on my YouTube channel at Marie Tourist CPA. Um, so just to make sure you are subscribing to our channels, you are following, liking, sharing, give us lots of love, and please share, 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 because that is the only way we can tell the entrepreneur's stories and bring it to the masses. So with that, my guest today is Karina Bell. She's the founder and CEO of Turtle Bay Payment Solutions and Tiger Team Enterprises. She has 30 years experience within enterprise IT and finance. Woof. Her work has afforded her the opportunity to work with global teams in Canada, China, Hong Kong, Germany, England, and Mexico. A serial entrepreneur, real estate investor, Uber connector, I can definitely say yes, because I, I've been one of those receivers. <laughs> Collaborator, speaker, and business investor. She has a personal and professional network that spans the globe. With that, Karina, welcome to the Profit Lab oh. podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you, Marie. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here this morning. Yeah, we are excited to have you. <laughs> so, Karina, we are so uh, so excited to get to know a little bit more about your story. Um, you know, and I always, you know, start, you know, with we want to know you, Karina, the person, before we get to know the entrepreneur, the badass entrepreneur that you are. So, tell us a little bit about you, you, Karina, the person. Okay, great, great. Um, not a lot of people know this, other than people that are close to me, is I'm originally from Michigan. I was born and raised. And uh, gosh, I'm, I am a music lover. Uh, my fondest memories of my schooling were playing the alto and tenor saxophone, which I had the pleasure of playing for eight years. Wow. And um, <laughs> one of my, as, as a fellow entrepreneur, we're always tenacious, right? Yes. Uh, one example of my tenacity at a young age was I loved the game of golf in high school and we did not have a girls golf team. So I went to the principal and I said, I'd like to play on the boys golf team. 
And <laughs> he said, uh, well, he said, you can play as long as you play by their rules and you hit from their tees. <laughs> and I said, that's it? He goes, yeah, that's it. I said, okay. And uh, the re the, one of the reasons I wanted to join the team is you get to play free golf the summer before the next season. So I thought, you know, this is really good. And I can play golf anytime I want. I can play on the team. Sure. Uh, what I didn't realize is when playing with the boys, it taught me to uh, shoot farther, shoot longer than I would have been if I would have been playing with the girls. So wow. I, I wasn't at the top of the pack. I wasn't at the bottom of the pack, but I was somewhere in the middle. Uh, <laughs> it was such a, a, an extraordinary experience. And it was at that young age, I realized that, you know, you have to ask for those things you want, or you're never going to know, you know, the answer could always be yes. And even yeah. though you have those self doubts, uh, I learned very early on to, you know, go for those things, try for those things that you really want. And, uh, you know, don't stop until you get the answer you're looking for. Yes. So that's, yes. that's a, a brief uh, young story. And then fast <laughs> forward to uh, my experience working in enterprise IT, hardware, software, and infrastructure for over 30 years. Uh, really enjoyed my corporate journey working yes. for large enterprises like Volkswagen of North America, Chrysler wow. of North America, and having the opportunity to work with global teams and implementing, you know, large scale enterprise software solutions uh, was just amazing. And I had the privilege of working with extraordinary uh, professionals and, and talent. And um, one, one, uh, at one position in Chrysler, uh, I actually was approached by a, one of my leaders and he asked to mentor me. He saw something in me and he saw some challenges that I was in uh, as a woman in IT and automotive manufacturing in the mid 80s. Uh, you can imagine there were a few barriers. There were a few For barriers. Sure. <laughs> For when, sure. And uh, so he saw he saw my my drive for to succeed, and he offered to mentor me, and he um, helped me realize he helped me break down my own internal barriers. I thought I was a very driven, uh, very tenacious person before we started working together, and he mentored me. Uh, but then once he helped me realize my own my barriers were my own and helped me develop that mindset of not just thinking out of the box on a rare occasion, but yes. living outside the box in everything you do and how different your view is, how different your world is. And when I started doing that, other people saw that. And it was unique. It was something yes. they hadn't seen before. And, you know, in his, his, his instruction to me was everything is a petri dish everything is a place to test things out test your approach test your vehicle test your message you know what's working what's effective and he's the one and um, people that know me know that i pretty much lived without guardrails before but <laughs> it helped me really in my personal guardrails 
he really helped me eliminate those and really identify and validate, you know, what you can do, what is possible and that, you know, anything you can think of, just go after it, just go after it. And, you know, everyone's faced with challenges. Everyone is faced with challenges, but it's how you approach them and making sure you don't let them define you, especially the mistakes. We all make mistakes. That's, that's why we're here. We're here to make mistakes so we learn, improve, apply it, sure. and then move on. And um, he helped me develop that mindset. And he was very impactful in my personal life, in my career. It definitely changed the way I had an outlook on everything. And um, I would say that was probably an impactful time in my life. His name is Mickey Din, actually. Nice. Uh, I want to call him out because he's, he's one of the most impactful people I've ever worked with. That's amazing. That's really great to have mentor very early in your age, right? Because I think it makes all the difference. For me, I would say I did not have a mentor directly like that, other than let's say specific family members. My dad was a big person, a person that I looked up to, but he was figuring things out himself. So whenever he figured it out, he would be able to teach me. But to have someone that it could be really like a mentor who's gone through certain things that could really, you know, train you that is not a family member. Uh, I think that's great because objectively information coming to you, sometimes we accept that a lot better than others, right? <laughs> yeah, I talk to you sometimes like, we know. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I was fortunate. I had male mentors throughout my career. Mm -hmm. And just in the last two, three years, I was, I've uh, found my first female mentors. And so, you know, I, I was very fortunate that I people saw something in me that they wanted to invest in. And then I was able to um, pay that forward to others as well. Because Mickey had one thing he always told me, he says, you know, what you've learned, you need to share. You need to share with yes. others. Yes. So for me, I think everyone that every person has wonderful gifts. Mm -hmm. And they should be mentored by someone and they should be mentoring someone. Absolutely. Uh, no matter where you are in your journey, whether it's personal or professional, someone is coming up behind you that you can help accelerate, that you can help pull. I have people pulling me and I'm pulling people with me sure. uh, because, you know, I have big goals and dreams. Uh, they're big. They're <laughs> massive. And I don't want to get there alone. I, I want to bring a lot Absolutely. of people in that journey. It, that's part of their own journey as well. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm I'm totally with you. Uh, and we both of us being from that, you know, the 10xer community as well. So we have that very big, big vision, big mindset. So I, I I'm with you. So um, Karina, could you tell us a little bit how you decided? What motivated you to, you know, leave corporate America and then kind of start your own entrepreneurial journey? There's a funny story to that. There's always um, a story. <laughs> yes, yes. Can't I hear it. <laughs> the, the date was April 1st, 2019. <laughs> My entire department was called in for a meeting. 
and notified the entire department had been eliminated. Wow. Uh, I think it was 40 people. We were, we were called in, eliminated, job eliminated, back in our car within 20 minutes. And wow. for me, it was a 20 minute roller coaster of emotion. Yes. Uh, I actually had to drive three hours to go into the office because I was working remote and the, the home office was three hours away. So I was got, got back in my car, driving along and ran through the whole roller coaster of emotions that people normally go through in about three minutes. And then after that, there was just like this weight was lifted off of my shoulders. I wasn't happy. I knew I wasn't happy and I hadn't taken the action to find what was making me happy. And now that I had that kick in the pants, <laughs> now was my opportunity. And sure. I got super excited. I didn't know what it was I was going to do, but I had been planning this for probably the last two years. I didn't know when the opportunity was going to rise, but I knew I would be ready for it when it did. And prior to the year earlier, I actually started my first business, which was an online products store. Mm. And I was running that in my spare time. So what happened was I, I mulled on, you know, what I'm going to do next for about a month. And then I told my wife, I said, you know what? I said, let's get out of here. Let's go somewhere. I need to think. So yeah. we went to, we decided to go to Jamaica for a nice. week. Yeah. I said, we need to brainstorm. What's sure. that? So it was the, uh, the pool in the pina coladas. <laughs> that gave us divine inspiration to yes. start, uh, Tire Team Enterprises, the executive recruiting firm. And so I came home and so we made the decision and developed the business plan and had everything in place. By the time we came home, all I had to do was execute. So nice. we went there for we went there to relax for fun in the sun, but we also went there to say, okay, what's next? Yes. And once we planned what was next, then we continued to work it. And then once we got home, I started implementing, started executing. Uh, and that was my foreway into uh, business ownership. And uh, I did that for about two years, three years, and was looking for something else. Uh, mm -hmm. I missed that technology. I missed that <laughs> of problem solving and things. And it was actually out of my own frustration that I was guided to the electronic payments industry from mm -hmm. what I was getting and what I was paying in my other businesses. Right. I was like, this, the, the costs are terrible. The support is terrible. There's got to right. be something better. So what I did is I actually mentored with an expert that had over 25 years of experience in the industry to learn the industry, learn the underbelly of it. And what I realized very quickly is it's a very predatory industry when it comes to high cost and lack of service. There's a lot of lip service without yeah. the backing up of how to really serve, serve customers mm -hmm. and clients. And so I, from that, I created a business model that addresses the pain points and frustrations business owners around the world uh, are faced with and frustrated with yes. and that was the birth of turtle bay payment solutions yes that's amazing that's a great story i i, I love it love the story and and truly uh the 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 electronic payment solution it, it is a pain i mean i know the fees stack up and nobody understands no one can really help you understand i've gone through them 
and uh, to have someone like you to help understand, you know, help the business owner understand, break it down, which I'm sure you're going to help us figure that out too. Um, you know, it's it's such a it's a, it's a such a great uh, you know advantage to have someone like you help a business owner figure it out. Thank you, and, and that's our goal because yeah. it is it is a very transactional space. Yes. And our business model is flipping the script on that and making it a relationship based mm -hmm. uh, where every one of our clients has a dedicated account manager. They know by face and name with a direct phone number to call. Every one of our clients knows me by face and name and has my direct phone number to call. In Absolutely. addition to that, we have 24 by 7 U.S. based technical support are all experts in the industry. We don't use call centers. We don't use 1-800 numbers. We don't use bots of any kind. We're bringing people back to the industry and we're consumers. We're all consumers. When I have a problem or I have a question that I know someone can answer in just 10 seconds, I just need a real person. Right. That's <laughs> I go through a menu. I don't want to enter a ticket online and hope to God somebody actually sees it and contacts me back. If I have a problem or I have a question, I want an answer right away. I want to talk to a real person. And that's what we're bringing to our clients is that real relationship base. And oftentimes, uh, once we get the payment settled in, we're having additional conversations about different areas of their business. With my history in systems, processes, and optimization, those conversations are natural of where, what other challenges are you running into where can right. we look? And you know, again, it's we're coming with business solutions, not just payment solutions. Yes, yes, that's amazing. That's that's amazing. And I I know that human part is so important because I know it's great to have that robot answer basic questions, but when it comes to certain things such as you know you know PCI compliance and you know the fees the transactions if you use the card this way or you swipe it and you know all these different ways that payment solutions are being you know the transactions are being recorded it gets super complicated and if someone's trying to get an answer I just want to pick up the phone and just have some human that is knowledgeable answer the question 10 minutes and that's it we're done we're figured it out and we can move on our way versus you know, chatting forever and figuring it out. It is, it has gotten very frustrating having bots or just FAQs, you know, sending you on, on a, you know, list of, uh, you know, um, blogs that could possibly answer your question. I'm getting really frustrated too when I see that kind of, you know, responses from tech companies where, you know, they're like, oh, there's a whole list of things you can learn by going to our knowledge base. I'm like, yeah, but I, I just have a question. I just want the answer now. I don't want to read 25 minutes. I'm a business owner. I don't have time. So this has become, you know, I, I'm so glad you're doing that. I think that's great. That's great. It, a large part of what we do is education. And it's, it's providing transparency and insight into the industry because people just don't know. They don't know. It, 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 and it is a complex industry and it's by design. And anytime something is complex, it, it opens up the door for opportunity for those to operate below the bar and to take advantage of those that are in that industry. And this is, this is a service every single business owner out there needs. Yes. And oftentimes the biggest names are the biggest offenders. 
And that's where we help. We help with that. And uh, we provide complimentary cost savings analysis. So we, we will provide a complimentary audit of a, you know, whatever a, a current business their payment solution is. And two things will come out of that. One, um, we will validate what you have is optimized. And mm-hmm. we might save you a little bit of money here and there, but if we can't move the needle in your business, we're not going to do business with you. We'll remove ourselves from the conversation mm-hmm. and congratulate you and, and say, you know, if anything changes in your situation, give us sure. a call. Whereas our competition will switch your business just to get your business and they're not adding value to your business. Yes. We won't do that. Uh, secondly, what will come from that analysis is we will show you the cost savings opportunity that's there. Uh, and then that information is left with you to determine whether you want to uh, look at the options or not. Again, this is, we're a solution provider. Mm-hmm. We're not in this for the trend. It's very transactional. And, and you you probably get faced with it too, or you, you get fatigued with people beating down your door saying, I can save <laughs> 10 cents a transaction, whatever yes. it is. Like, no, we're not operating like that. We're looking for those business owners that are looking for a solution partner where um, we have direct relationships with a number of banks, a number of processors, a number of gateways, a number of POS vendors. So I have allegiance to no brand and no solution. My allegiance falls with my clients. So I'm, I'm talking to my clients, learning their business, their needs, and then we're making a solution that supports that. We're not saying, here's your four options, pick the one that's closest to what fits. No, because um, a lot of uh, brands are brand specific. They only offer the options within their portfolio. Whereas right. We, right. we are offering the solutions and we share what makes up that solution for our clients. Right. Understood. And then before I go to the next question, I just want to make sure that for those who are listening, they may not see the banner going going uh, on the bottom of the screen there. Um, so if you have, uh, you know, so so Karina is offering the complimentary credit card payment solution audit to any business owner processing over twenty thousand a month to help reduce costs while providing amazing dedicated support. So you can set up a complimentary consultation directly on her calendar through her link tree. And that that handle is Karina Bell one. So that's K-A-R-E-N-A-B-E-L-L one. So just to make sure I read it out loud because those who are listening, they're not gonna be able to see the, the banner. So I wanna make sure I read it out loud. So, um, and with that, so then uh, Karina, who are your typical, let's say customer? I know they're business owners, but is it a specific industry? Is it a, a let's say, a level of, let's say, you, you mentioned here the 20,000 uh, per month in transactions. Um, what is the, the right client that, that you're working with right now? Oh, that's a great question. And actually, that uh, complimentary audit for 20,000 a month is for your listeners only, Marie. Mm. Uh, we, Thank you, Karina. <laughs> <laughs> we we work in two revenue verticals. We're industry agnostic. 
Uh, we work in both the low risk and high risk. We do a lot of support in our high risk industries where a lot of banks uh, uh, can't and won't. So uh, as far as our revenue verticals, our small to medium revenue verticals are between a million and 50 million in revenue a year. Okay. And our large and enterprise verticals are between 50 and a billion above a year. Okay. Uh, the special offer is for your listeners as Thank well as so anyone in your listening audience that definitely goes out to them. And uh, we do a lot in the e-commerce space. Okay. Uh, we say probably half of our portfolio is e-commerce, a lot in the retail space, um, doctors, uh, doctor's office, veterinarians, multiple locations. We do a lot of support in multiple locations. Oftentimes we find uh, when there is a business and they have different addresses, different locations, there can be some disconnection there, or there there could be payment solutions for various providers, and it becomes very cumbersome for the owners to manage. Or we can consolidate all of that information to one dashboard for them. Uh, and also, uh, typically, there's cost savings involved as well when you're consolidating from a number of different sources. We work uh, primarily work. Uh, our biggest footprint is across the U.S. and Canada. And we are actually in talks right now, expanding into Australia. Nice. We're very excited about that and uh, e-commerce in Europe as well. That is amazing. Congratulations. That's that's Thank amazing. You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so moving on to some some parts of the journey now that that we know a little bit more of what you're doing. Um, what are what were some of the entrepreneurial challenges that you faced while you're building the, these this business out? Oh, I'm not done facing them yet. Well, of course not. But what, what, what were they so far? Because <laughs> and that's the key word, right? Because even when I was like talking about it in the beginning when I first launched the the show, it's like. I, I think I, I listed about seven that I and I said this is it so far that I can list that I don't know what else is coming down the pipeline. This is what I've learned so far. <laughs> I would say one of the biggest challenges I faced was I felt I had to do everything on my own. Mm. And and I felt on my own mm. until I actually sought out other business owners and realized what a tremendous support system we are to each other and how much we can lift and support each other. Sometimes it's just in a few uh, reassuring words and things like that. I would say definitely find your tribe. Uh, I mm -hmm. cannot emphasize yeah. that enough because I, I'm a very positive person. I wake up every day with passion and purpose and I have a positive <laughs> attitude. There are days when I get kicked in the teeth and you know, <laughs> I, need, I, I need a lift. I need a lift too. And I reach out to those people who are sometimes I just look at their sites. You know, what yours is one of them that I know I can go to Marie's. There's going to be something inspiring. There's going to be something inspirational. <laughs> Even if we don't talk, you don't know this. You know it now. Uh, you inspire me. And so I, I reach out to those people that I consider my tribe uh, it, to help me as much as I help them. Uh, yeah. And it, it's finding those people that can really help you. You cannot be a master of everything. 
you definitely oh, yeah, need really to do. bring in those people. And, you know, when you're first starting out, because I, I actually mentor other business owners as well. And I say, you know, when you're first starting out, you want to be frugal with your startup capital. Sure. However, you do need to get to that point as quickly as possible to bring in that help. One sure. person can make a world of difference to get you to those levels you need to be at um, on your business to continue to add those people to scale your business and grow your business. And it might those words might sound scary to people that are just starting out. Scaling and growing is a great thing, and you can do it incrementally. You can even do small stages of it, but you you always want to pursue that growth and the right tools that will help you get to that growth the right way. And again, uh, mentors. Continually yes. surround yourself with mentors. And it may not be one person. It may yes. be multiple people because one person may resonate here for you. Another person may resonate here for you. In the last three years, I've taken on like four or five different mentors mm -hmm. because they resonate in a particular area for me. Right. I'm looking to evolve and, and grow. Um, right. so, so definitely, yeah. Yeah. Any any other challenges other than first thinking that you got to DIY everything? What other challenges did you overcome? Uh, the challenge in my industry. I was, <laughs> I was taking a completely different approach. I'm still taking a completely different approach. Yes. Where um, my competitors are all about how many clients can we get? How fast can we get them? And they're less focused on retaining them where I'm doing that reverse. I, I want to gain clients through the relationships because mm -hmm. I have a long-term relationship goal with every one of our clients. Yes. And that cannot happen fast. And yes. I refuse to do that. I refuse to yes. do that. It's taking longer and that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. all part of the plan. Uh, yes. So I, I encourage people when you're coming into a market or you're, uh, even if you're producing something new, don't be afraid of doing something different. If you know in your soul, if you know in your soul, it's the right thing to do, stick with it and surround yourself with those people that want to see you win because they will help you win. Uh, and that that is key, is don't listen to the noise. Uh, you know, stay, stay focused on your mission and your vision and make sure you have those people around you that are lifting you. Yeah, absolutely, and and I'm 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 totally with you on on that one. It's definitely important to have the right people around you, not just the mentors, but then just the people around you that you're surrounding with you know, yourself with. Because <clears throat> I know how many times I've probably come to you. I'm like I'm in tears because I feel like I've let's say for example I'm having a tough tough week or something is not working the direction that I thought it was going, and all you need sometimes is just some kind words just to say hey. It's coming next week. Don't worry. <laughs> but because we have a winter, we have a goal. We're just trying to make it work. And sometimes we do go through these things. So it's important to have the right people around you. And and also, I, I agree when you said when you're trying to do something different than your industry, it just takes things a lot longer. So I think giving ourselves grace as entrepreneurs, it, it's really it's really helpful. And I, I had I had to teach myself that too. I had to hear it a few times from others saying. Marie, give yourself grace. 
I'm, I'm still learning that one myself where, you know, there's no one that can be harder on me than me. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm like that. <laughs> that. That is an area of opportunity for me to, to relax and give myself a break. Yes. You know, and one thing too is <clears throat> two things that have really helped me is every day is, is 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So no matter how challenging your day is or how great your day is, tomorrow is a new day sure. to make it just as better or just as good as the day before. So, you know, I had a day recently where I, I had four things just kick me in the head. Not one, not two, not three, four in one day. Where I was like, wow, that was an amazing day. <laughs> You know, it, it, and again, it's, it's your mindset. I think mindset is so key. But what I told myself too is that I could think tomorrow's a new day. Because whatever whatever happened that day, I didn't carry it with me. Yes. I woke up the next day and I was like, okay, what is ahead for right. us today? Right. And, uh, you know, we talked about goals in that and having very big, very large goals. Uh, and we both have that, that mindset, that belief. <laughs> And that helps me every day. You know, every everyone is faced with challenges every day. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are. Everyone is faced with challenges every day. Yes. And sure. I've had people. I've had I've had people challenge my attitude and my outlook. How can you be so happy? How can you be so positive? It's a choice. <laughs> it's a choice. Okay. It yes. is. It is definitely a choice. Now, some things are harder than others. I will not deny that. However, I know that it's short-lived. Those tough days are short-lived. Yes. Uh, those great wins, those great celebrations are short-lived. Mm -hmm. But you keep going. You keep going. And with those big goals and those big dreams, those everyday challenges get smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. Because those yeah. challenges are what I need to get through. I need to get past to get to those goals. Mm -hmm. And the longer I linger, on those challenges, the longer it's taking me to get to my goals. And my goals are out there saying, why aren't you here yet? <laughs> so so that's, that's one thing that I think as business owners, don't be afraid to take those challenges head on. In fact, look for those challenges, take them head on, handle the hard stuff, get on the other side of it, because a lot of people around you are stuck in the mud. And they're yeah. talking about the challenges. You go, you know what? I've got places to be. I've got things to do. My family is depending on me. I've got to go. I can't sit here and wait. I, I, ha I have got to go. <laughs> I've got to go. <laughs> I have got to go. And, you know, it's, it's, it's that, that, that mindset and that attitude. You know, whatever challenges, the biggest challenges, find out the big one first. Do the hard stuff first. Yes. I heard this recently, and unfortunately, I, I can't give the proper credit, but it was get good at the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. And that resonates with me. I read that statement every single day. And I've, I've always felt like I've, I've been good at it. Now I focus on it. Where's the hard stuff? I want to knock that out first because that's where other people are distracted. That's where your competition is distracted. They're wallowing it, they're overthinking it. No, handle it, move on. Your yeah. goals, your goals are waiting. Your goals are impatient. 
you've got to get there. It's important you get there. And every everything that's slowing you down is slowing you from getting to where you're supposed to be. Yes. Um, so I, I, I could talk on that. <laughs> we can have a whole session about that one. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Those are great golden nuggets. And, and I think you, you did really great how you kind of, told us some of the challenges you had, and then, then you kind of gave us the solution, you know, to some of the things that our entrepreneurs can kind of focus on. Because uh, you always leave, you know, um, the the podcast with like three three solutions or three things that entrepreneurs can do now. So it was great how you kind of combined, like, here's the problem I had, here's the solution, here's how you handle it. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, so, and, uh, I was I, I know when I was reading your bio, I found something kind of cute and funny. And I know it has nothing to do with the exact entrepreneurial journey thing, but it could. Um, so I saw that you just recently taught yourself how to play the steel drum. Yes. Yes. I did. <laughs> so I, I, how come? Why now? <laughs> uh, I've always loved music. Uh, my, my wife is very musically inclined. She, mm -hmm. She has, she owns like eight ukuleles, a flamenco guitar, a 12 string. So music is always playing in our house, either mm -hmm. live or on the radio. Yeah. And uh, additionally, I'm always looking for new things to do, new things to learn, new challenges to take on. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely adore the Caribbean, the music, the people, the culture, everything about it. And I'm like, you know, I just love the music. I want yeah. to learn how to play. And uh, yeah, in fact, I, I in fact I ordered my drum from Tobago, and it took awesome. three months. They, they made it by hand. Uh, wow! Three months to get, and I just taught myself through you know uh, having being able to read music back in in high school. I picked it up right away and just you know sounded like a wooden stew, uh, wooden spoon on pots and pans initially, but. <laughs> I, I'm working on the, um, I can play the notes. Now I'm, I'm working on adding the expression to the notes. Ah, yes. I mean, can't wait to hear it. I mean, we have similar, I mean, in our household, it's all music. My husband and I are both very musically inclined. The kids the same way. We actually give, gave our son a, a drum set for, for his birthday. And he's kind of teaching himself too. I, I have his own YouTube channel and I put it out there. He's getting quite the views apparently. You know, he did his own little thing. So yeah, so one of these days we can play together. <laughs> you should be fair warning so I can brush up. I, I don't play it as often as I wish I could, but it's very, uh, it's, it's what I do to relax. I love it. I absolutely love it. Is that as a, an entrepreneur and as a business owner, I, I know you probably suffer from this as well. It's really hard for me to turn it off. Um, yes, you have. You need something to actually yeah. force you to stop. So for for me right now, yeah. So I do. I, I listen to music in the car a lot, and uh, the only other thing that stops the the the, the thoughts in my head and constantly from switching is when I'm actually at Taekwondo or Aikido. So when I'm practicing, there's no other thoughts other than just. Taekwondo or Aikido, there's nothing mm -hmm. else going on. So for me right now, that is all I have. 
Well, as long as we have something, that's what we need. Yes, we do. And we all do need that. We You do need that mental break to kind of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and when you come back, I think you're physically, mentally more focused, I believe, more aligned. And then when you actually do make decisions for the business, they're probably better decisions uh, than if you were to make those decisions out, out of like, you know, a little bit of a chaos or like emotional or whatever. So. I think you're, we're better off when we take that break, whether you're playing music or me doing Taekwondo, so. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And the, re the reason that I think it's so important is the difference between reacting to something and responding to something. Mm -hmm. Reactions are anchored in emotion and responses yes. are anchored in logic. And when you find yourself reacting to situations, that should be an indicator that you need to slow down mm -hmm. to allow yourself the time to respond versus react. And it's having those, taking those breaks, committing to those breaks for your mind. Yes. Physical fatigue is easy. All you have to do to recover is rest. Mental fatigue is not as is, is easy to recover from. And it's those distractions, and it's, that's why that's why I love to learn something new mm -hmm. because it puts me far away from my day to day. And, and that's the struggle I have is because I love what I do. Mm -hmm. It's hard to shut it off, and I love thinking about it, and I, and I love you know everything about it. But then on the flip side, there's days where it's like, oh my goodness, I really need to shut this off. I just want yes. my mind. <laughs> It just really needs to be quiet up there for a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think most business owners and entrepreneurs, they, they run into that because they truly are doing what they love. And they're, they are working from passion and purpose. Yes. And that's, that's something that you can't put the brakes on that. It, it's tough to put the brakes on that. 